I am so excited to tell you that I'm finally reopening the doors to my Partnerships Masterclass course, which is absolutely everything you need to confidently build successful partnerships. And successful partnerships unlock an entirely untapped revenue stream for your business through sponsorships, while collaborative partnerships can see you reaching hundreds of thousands of potential customers without monetary spend. So they have the power to both make you money via a whole new revenue stream for your business and save you money with your marketing activity, which is so awesome. I have run this course quite exclusively in the past with really small cohorts of business owners, agency owners, and marketers. So I would say it's incredibly valuable if you're one of these three types of fabulous people looking to build a partnership skill set and revenue stream, or you're looking to offer partnerships as a service to your clients. This course is the most accessible way you can work with me personally as well. And while you have a lifetime access to the course content and obviously lifetime access to the skills and relationships you build as part of this course, you're also really not thrown in the deep end at all because I keep the cohort small on purpose so that you get that mentorship and support from me throughout the whole thing. So we're going to get you so excited about the opportunities ahead for your business, super clear on your growth strategy and how you're going to build meaningful and pivotal relationships. It's going to be so good. And doors open on the 11th of August. They're only open for 10 days though. So make sure you're on the wait list so that you don't miss out. We're actually kicking the cohort off on um, August 22nd. So immediately after the doors open, pretty much <laughs> the course begins and the doors are closed again. So you want to be on that wait list so that you don't miss out. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can access that. And you'll also nab some wait list bonuses as well if you're on there. So I can't wait to see you there. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll let you get into the episode now. Hello and welcome to Stop, Collaborate and Listen. We are a podcast about marketing, collaboration and business and we're brought to you by Collabosaurus.com, the matchmaker for brands. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stop, Collaborate, and Listen. I am your host, Jess Rufus, and today I wanted to run through how I launched a podcast and some tips as to how you can make your podcast amazing as well. I really wanted to do this episode because podcasting has been quite unexpectedly one of the most effective content marketing strategies for Collabosaurus. As of today, this podcast has had over 25,000 listens, and it's been mostly through organic um, listens and organic traffic aside from the 75 bucks I spent on Instagram ads when I first started. So every person has different preferences um, when it comes to creating and consuming content. So of course, these kind of things you'll need to ask yourself before launching a podcast, things like, am I okay with recording a weekly or fortnightly episode? And is this kind of content, the kind of content my audience will engage with and benefit from? If the answer is yes, I would say 100% do it. Launch a podcast it's been so awesome. Um, so today I thought I'd run through what you need, the process I went through, the tools I use, and my top four tips for building your own podcast channel. Let's get into it. Okay. 
Okay, so really launching a podcast is a lot easier than it might seem. When I first started out, I was quite daunted by all of the things I needed to organize, but really it actually wasn't too tricky to get going. All you need is a mic, a laptop, cover art, which you can totally create through Canva, some intro music and topics and themes. So how I went about this, um, the first thing I got was the mic. So a good microphone can absolutely make the world of difference when it comes to recording a podcast. It can make your podcast sound a whole lot more professional um, and it's really worth an investment. I would say if you're going to invest in anything when it comes to your podcast, make sure it's a good microphone. So I did a ton of research on the internet. (laughs) I didn't know which podcast mic to get. There's a ton that come recommended. What I use is the Rode Podcaster or the Rodey Podcaster mic. And what I actually did, because I am super stingy and didn't want to buy it outright without giving it a try first, I actually hired it at first through the local music store, (laughs) um, through a company called Polygon Group. Basically, you could go in and hire the microphone at something like I think it was like $10 a week. So I thought this is an awesome way to test out this microphone and see whether it's good, see whether the podcast even does well at all. And if I like it, then I can just purchase my rental mic. So that's what I did. The second thing is a laptop. So if you've got a Mac, it comes built in with GarageBand. And GarageBand, while it may seem a bit daunting when you first open it, it's super, super simple to use. And I would recommend, you know, if you're going to be serious about podcasting, to get yourself someone to do the editing of the podcast, just because that can be super time consuming. And if you're like me, you'll want to sit there and edit out every breath and um and <laughs> every mistake, um, because the sound of your own voice is, you know, unbearable to you, which it is for me anyway. So GarageBand is absolutely amazing. And I might put a little Loom video in the show notes. If you wanted to see what settings I have it on when I record my podcast, I'll put that in there so you can have a quick look as well. The third thing I did was I had a look at finding help (laughs) because I was so lost after this point. I recorded a couple of episodes and then I really didn't know what to do next. There was just such a host of information on the internet. So what I did is I found a really great editor on Upwork. Uh, That cost me about $50 US an episode. Um, I also found a really amazing podcast VA who helped me set up the podcast on all of the channels. But I do know that what you can do is Wooshka has become so much more user-friendly these days, and that's what I use for my podcast. So it's W-H-O-O-S-H-K-A-A. This actually submits your podcast to Spotify and Google and Apple podcasts and stuff every week, and you can schedule your podcast episodes from there and see analytics as well. So really the next step is getting set up on Wooshka and submitting your podcast to Apple Podcasts, which usually only takes about a day or so. So I had help doing this, but I definitely think you'd be able to do it yourself if you set aside, you know, a couple of hours to sort it all out. Okay, the next thing I did was cover art. So my podcast VA actually told me that one of the quickest, easiest ways to get initial cover art up for your podcast is to design your own tile using an album cover template in Canva. So this template is the perfect size. You can drag and drop existing images that you've got, use your brand fonts and all of that and experiment and stuff with your podcast tile. So that was a really great place to go for that. 
The next thing was intro music. So this is the thing that probably took me the most time. At first, I hopped onto Fiverr.com and that was a bit of a fail. I hired two different musicians to record two different versions, which I thought I would share with you because they're actually quite hilarious. But it's one of those classic cases of you get what you what you pay for. <laughs> So the first one basically sounds like I was either on my way to a goth festival or a James Bond tribute film festival. I'll just play some for you now. I hope that was entertaining for you guys. Um, And the second sounded a little bit 80s and way too mellow. This is what that sounded like. So in the end, I used a local musician who was actually my mum's barista. Funny story, but he ended up being absolutely amazing and pulled together such a great track that I was happy with. And that's the intro and outro music you can hear for Stop, Collaborate and Listen Now. So yes, that's what I did for intro music. And then in terms of topics and themes, as with all of your brand content, it's really important to have a clear focus so that people can find you when they're looking for the particular advice and inspiration that you specialize in. And that's about it. Then then you're basically set up. You submit the podcast to Apple Podcasts. They're super quick to turn around. And Wooshka take care of a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, and essentially, you're good to go from there. So my tips for launching a podcast, the first one is to think about your own listening habits. How I got started with podcasting is because I was binge listening to podcasts. And I thought, I really like consuming this content. So I'd like to record some of my own. So have a think about what kind of podcast do you love and why? So for example, I have a really short attention span and love getting to the quick key takeaways. So that's why I structure Stop, Collaborate and Listen in short sort of 10 minute episodes with really clear tips. Tip number two is to use keywords. So Wooshka actually allow you to do this and it's similar to like a hashtag strategy on Instagram um, and search optimization in Google. Just like you would, you know, make sure that your website is full of specific keywords, you can actually do that per episode on your podcast episodes as well. And that can be really handy in helping new people find and discover your podcast. Tip number three is promote it out like you would any other channel or resource. So I think a lot of people kind of put out their podcast and then they think it's out there, people will come. And just like the same thing goes for a website, same thing goes for an Instagram page, you need to be out there promoting what you've got and cross-pollinating across all of your channels. So make sure that you're doing an email blast out to your list occasionally, you're putting a post up on social media occasionally, you know, with every new episode, letting people know where else they can find you and how else they can engage with you. I definitely would recommend if you're just starting out running an ads campaign to your podcast as well. If it's a really important channel for you, it's a great way to get really highly engaged um, people to discover it as well. 
Tip number four is create backup episodes. That is a huge mistake I made at the beginning. I got all excited and gung-ho and, you know, basically released the podcast every fortnight, but then had to record them every fortnight. And that became actually very difficult to handle with my schedule and making sure there's no noise around me and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, making sure there's enough time for the editor to edit in all the intros and outros and all that kind of stuff in time. So what you can actually do through Wooshka again is you can schedule your episodes ahead of time. So that's what I do with a couple of episodes at a time, just so I'm not stressed out every week or every fortnight to make sure that content is on time and delivered. I hope that was helpful for you guys. And I really hope to see you releasing some of your own podcast channels super soon as well. Feel free to share them with me on Instagram. We're at Collabosaurus or at Collabosaurus.com if you want to get started with collaboration marketing. But until next time, we'll see you soon. Thanks.